Hello, everybody, and welcome to another weekly discussion by the Meta Era Nerds. Now, this week, we're doing something I think that has a lot of potential to be a little shallow, but also get like pretty in depth. And it's kind of centered all about or all around one question. I guess you could break them up into two. And that question is, um, what has it been like growing up as a nerd? And I guess the second question would be, the follow-up would be, what is it like taking that identity into adulthood? And I know Marcus actually was here yesterday, came by my place, and uh, we talked a little bit about this, and we started to, like, get into it. And then it was kind of like, I guess we kind of cut it off because we knew, like, this is actually a good discussion for us to have, like, on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, any where to start right <laughs> yeah we well, said there was two questions so i think it's fair to start on question one right yeah so quick can you repeat the question so what was it like you know we're the meta era nerds we're into the nerdy stuff the anime the games all that uh and i think it's different growing up and the adult thing but like you said we'll start with like the growing up um because like we have we do live like in a time we we have like lived in like a transition of sorts yeah but the first question is what was it like for you specifically like growing up as a nerd quote unquote nerd quote unquote nerd right in this case i'd say more geek right i think i heard a while back somebody kind of uh, differentiate the definitions between nerd and geek nerd being someone who's what um smart and we're smart right we're smart people so you know meta nerds just fit the profile uh but geeks right being the geeky what glasses right is, isn't that the the stereotype between the two i, I guess they pocket, do have pocket meanings. protector pocket, pocket protector. protectors right they have different meanings and stuff but now geek and nerd has taken on taken on this whole new meaning especially in you know 2023 now for some context right i'm i was born in 1990 rico was born in 1989 right right 1989 and we're respectively 32 Rico will be how old are you turning actually next month? And if actually in two weeks? 34. 34. Uh, so yeah, like 32 years old, 34 years old. And keep in mind, again, this was 90s, right? Being a nerd in the 90s wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. First of all, everything was limited. Second of all, technology was limited, right? And people didn't have access as readily available as two things as to they have now. You know, we had, like Rico had mentioned, what, the Sega came out in 1989, right? Mm -hmm. Nintendo, the first Nintendo, uh, Famicom came out in or the late 1980, was it 88? And I believe the Super Nintendo came out in 92, 93. Again, I may be, I may be mixing up my dates. But keep in mind, these are consoles. Nintendo had a console that was built on 8-bit games. Super Nintendo was built on, was it 16-bit games, if I'm not mistaken? 16-bit, 32-bit maybe? And N64 came out, what, 1995, 1996? 96 is, uh, I'm thinking, actually more appropriate. It's called the Nintendo 64 because it had the 64 actually has meaning to it. It runs off 64-bit games, right? 3D-dimensional polygons. Now, again, just some background, just to kind of give a little bit of knowledge as to what we'll be dealing with, right? If you want to watch anime, for example, the only access to anime you had growing up was TV and whatever your parents paid for, 
okay? We, my, our anime came from Toonami, right? Cartoon Network. And if you were born in the 90s, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. You would rush home 3, 3.30. Toonami was on and you were watching Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho. I think Roni Kenshin even came out a couple of times. Hell, and then at night, later on, in maybe the late 90s, early 2000s, you even had, what, Adult Swim that also showed on Saturday night at past midnight, mind you, would show anime. Roni Kenshin, um, Outlaw Star, um was a big o you know there's a kind of there's a few that kind of pop off the top of my head so in other words we were very limited to what we have okay and it wasn't as socially acceptable as it is now right and the reason i bring that up is because i've been a huge geek my whole life growing up i loved watching these things i loved playing video games again watching you know my brother rg kind of play these things and be, you know just playing because again it was okay to do these things when you're little but after a certain age it wasn't cool anymore. RJ stopped playing games. You know, my brother Michael stopped playing games after a while. And it came to a point where I still played games, you know, elementary, middle school, high school. And I played games through and through. Strangely enough, right? Because there is a transition period where, you know, if, if middle school or whatever, elementary, you know, again, even sports, right? Where we live, um, sports weren't, weren't as readily accessible in the elementary level as they are now. You know what I mean? Now you have five-year-olds, six-year-olds playing all these things where we didn't really have much of that growing up. So even in that respect, we didn't have much. So you took what you got, right? And what, growing up, it was rough in a weird way. I think that, what, what did we have? Suncoast? I don't know if you remember Suncoast, Rico, over at the mall. Oh, yeah. Suncoast? Yeah. Sam was, Goody was another one? Suncoast, Sam Goody. Those were places that had CDs, cassettes. Um, some coast primarily movies dvds and vhs hell my mom used to rent uh, not rent she used to buy us the dragon ball z series the uncut versions in vhs at suncoast in the back wall of that of that store there was an anime section and i was always looking at this anime section and it was just a small little back wall and the anime was listed from the bottom maybe up to you know about six feet and that was all there was now keep in mind this is Basically, all there well, there was in distribution distribution here in the U.S. Uh, Gonzo, I think, was probably one of the main distributors. Gonzo, I think, went out, or met, they might have changed their names in the early two thousands. So again, to make my point, everything was very limited, very limited. And growing up, it was interesting. Again, because at a certain point, it became uncool to be geeky. It became uncool to play games, to watch anime, to to even remotely do any of these things the cool thing was sports now you know sixth seventh grade i uh, you know enjoyed football played basketball and i love basketball uh rico and i played basketball you know sports our whole lives and you know that was something that we just rolled with you know what i mean uh, but when we weren't playing basketball in school extracurricular activities guess what we were at home playing games watching stuff that we enjoyed and just you know being ourselves but the thing was is that you never really took this to school you never really kind of you know let other people see it and it was real strange too and it's not like there was some stigma or anything like i used to take my game boy to elementary school i used to play game boy my game boy advanced to fifth grade to uh sixth grade to middle school even coronelli used to play uh, we used to play our games on the way to basketball games even in middle school but nobody ever really knew those sides of us so when people actually figured out hey you know these guys play video games say well you play video games oh i never knew like hey, what the, what do you mean like like and obviously right nobody kind of knows you like yourself but it was it was very strange and 
even our basketball team, strange enough, I, I don't know if Rico remembers, we went to Rico's house, and it was me, Ben Garza, Rico, um, as a Daniel was with us, my brother was with us, and like two other people, and we were behind Rico's computer because Rico had and Rico had internet. You know, Rico had high speed internet. You know, we didn't have that stuff, right? So we got high speed internet, so we were able to, you know, and this was again 2008, 2009, watch all kinds of anime on illegally uh, illegal sites to at least watch something. You know what I mean? Exposed. Exposed. Yeah. And, but that, but that's that, that's where we would watch stuff, and it was funny because you know this basketball team, right? Watching anime, but that's that's something we enjoyed. And we were watching Gantz at one point. We were watching Naruto at another point, and it, it was it was just tripped out because we went that one. That was that was more or less more along those dra- dra- transition period. But like in middle school, freshman year, sophomore year, and high school, you know, two thousand four, two thousand five, like we it wasn't cool. You know, it wasn't. You know, people never talked about anime, and then you had the kids in school who didn't care, right? Like those guys, they embraced it. They were about it, and it was just a handful. But those were the ones that were always. You know, people talked about them. They they were picked on and stuff like that because they enjoyed something just like we did. And strangely enough, I I make it a point to talk to all these guys. And you have friends, right? You you talk to people in high school, you know, and you don't really talk to anybody anymore. But you made it a point to talk to all these people. And you know, just people, the amount of people who are into Zelda, the amount of people who were just into anime, into Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, even Dragon Ball Z, as popular as it was, that was the only cool thing you can like. But it was it was just very 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 strange, you know, that people weren't as accepting as they are now. Now let's fast forward to 2017, 2018, because this is when my eyes opened up, which is very very strange. Now I'm a teacher, right? Even when I became a teacher, I became a teacher in 2013, uh, that, that fall of 2013. You never really saw it around. People talked about it, but it was never really embraced. Now, now 2020, 2018 rolls around. My hero comes out. Demon Slayer is about to drop and Attack on Titan, and all of a sudden, it's just this big surge of just anime and little kids who are now dressing like Naruto, little kids who are dressing like Deku, little kids who are dressing like um, like Demon Slayer, you know, uh, Nesco, you know, little girls just like Nesco characters. So also I'm kind of looking at this and I said, what the hell? I even had my, like the librarian said, oh, my my son, he's he's in, he's in elementary school. She goes, he's so into Naruto and I don't know what. And I kind of looked at her, I said, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes yeah yeah do you know what it is and i said do i know what it is i was like what do you mean is into naruto and he's like yeah you know this guy with the yellow hair i said yeah i know what it is but like she goes yeah they you know he's they're having a naruto party all the little kids are about it and i don't know what i look online and sure enough like all of a sudden liking anime uh, is just a huge it's, it's it blew up it blew up you know what i mean even then video games right and and this was video games kind of got a head start because i think when internet became really accessible um at least was when i went to college that's where streamers started to pop up streamers started and call of duty I, in my recent memory was kind of one of the first ones because playing a shooter was the cool thing right but now people all these high big streamers who are just you know have a huge following people watch them play all kinds of games from what fortnite uh, minecraft uh roblox um, just is anything you could think of to get them to get their hands on, and all of a sudden, these people are what? Who who's the demographic that these there's watching these young people, you know, young adults, uh, people in middle school, you know, high school. I had a, I had a, a student. This was in 2017, 2018. Sir, you know who ninjas. I kind of I looked at him. I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. He goes, Oh, he's he's the best streamer in the world, right? And I said, I'm sorry, what? Like, you know, and because, but it was funny because he was being exposed to these things. It no longer became, you know, 
Like we like it, it was no longer oh you, you know us being closet nerds. I was a closet nerd, right? I don't want to get picked on. I was a closet nerd. It just helped that you know I played basketball, but you know being a closet geek, closet nerd, a closet gamer, all these things, and it was just weird. It's just weird the way it kind of all just happened. And now I told Rico yesterday, it's like Rico's like we're the cool guys now. Like we're we're the guys. Like when a student hears that I watch anime or play games, their eyes light up. And they start asking questions. Have you played this? Have you played this? You know, oh, have you watched this? Like, I, I have a Haikyuu lanyard that I wear with my ID. You know, a student says, hey, sir, I like your lanyard. I said, thank you. I said, have you seen it? He goes, yeah, have you seen it? He goes, it's an amazing anime. And, I, and he went off. And all of a sudden, I have this rapport with a student because he likes anime. And then he says, and, he, and then he hits me with, sir, how many have you seen? I looked at him. I smiled. Well, I was like, I, I've seen about, about 300. And he kind of looked at me, he goes, you're lying. I said, no, I was like, you gotta understand. I've been watching anime since I was in middle school. Like, like it's just, and then another student goes, sir, you, uh, have you played, you play Call of Duty? I said, yeah, I played, I used to play a little bit. I was like, but I played more Overwatch. Oh, you play Overwatch, sir? I said, yeah. And he goes, who's your main? And these are freshmen, 15 year old kids who, who I'm, who I'm speaking to about these things. And, and it's funny. And again, these are the pre-AP students. These are, you know, even my regular students, I, I saw them play this online game. It was like, it was eggs. I forgot what it was called, but there was shooter eggs, whatever. And he, they look at me and they goes, have you played this game? I said, yeah, yeah. I saw some, some of my students play it. And they're just like, oh, sir, it's a lot of fun, sir. And then all of a sudden, you, these other two kids bust out their cell and they're playing Call of Duty. And, and they're talking to me about these things. Oh, you know, it, it's just funny because I was able to kind of see the transition period up until this. And no joke, he asked me this question like last week. And I kind of started thinking like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the cool guy now because I collect cards. I like card games. I watch anime. I play a lot of video games. And when I tell them what type of video games I play, you know, their eyes light up. And it's kind of like, wow. And, and now it's no longer like, hey, you know, you're a loser, you're a geek, or you're getting picked on and stuff, or yeah. which which was very, very strange. And I said, when the hell did this happen? And, you know, and I kind of got, and Rico asked me this question. I was thinking, and I was thinking about it on the drive home yesterday. And I said, we just, and I started thinking, okay, well, let me, let me, let me backtrack a bit. When did this happen? And where did it start going? And when did, when exactly did games become popular? Because like, you know, people used to say, oh, you still play little kid games. Or even if you watch old movies, you need to stop playing those kid games. And I don't know what, because that was, that, that was what the stigma was. You know, those type of video games just in general. And it, it was strange because even, I don't know, do you remember when the first E3 was, Rico? Uh, no, I don't. If you go, I, I think. If, I, if you give me, like, if you, if, if you were asking me, like, a date, I wouldn't know, but. Uh, and, and this is just for context, right? Um, and I and I googled this a while back. The first E3, I believe, was in what ninety five, ninety five or something like that, right? Nineteen ninety five. And think about that, right? Nineteen ninety five again. N sixty four, first big thing that just kind of just you know just bang just came out of nowhere. You know, what I, you know what I mean? And strangely enough. 95, 96, 97 rolls around. The attendance is 37, 40. I think the first one was like 50 or 55 or, you know. Um, actually, let me pull it up real quick. Okay. So on Wikipedia. Real quick. So then once you hit 2001 to 2006, you're getting numbers in the 60,000s, the 70,000s. And then in the early, in the early, uh, in the late 20,000s, it kind of declines as actual attendance. But as far as viewership is concerned, skyrockets out of nowhere, just bang, blows up. And you're thinking like, whoa, you know what I mean? I can, as far as games were concerned, like things don't just blow up just because they blow up. People are watching these things. You know what I mean? And, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's very strange that these numbers 
just kind of coincided with you know when it was kind of being cool and again this was right this is 2012 20 2013 i know i didn't get internet until about 2009 2010 so three or four years prior to that but people are watching things online at that point people are going to channel like what g4 made a comeback recently and got shut down but you know they they were they were showcasing e3 way back when um you know just to kind of use the context as far as like what it was like for games and just just games in general just getting this huge surge of just people who play that stuff and then you know pc you know now that people you're growing up and pc just took over and now people make pcs and stuff like that even little kids are not asking for playstations that you see so you know they still do right but you see some kids asking now for pcs like you know what i mean the high-end stuff so it's just it's, it's just trippy uh growing up as a geek growing up and kind of seeing all this it, it kind of it kind of opens up your perspective as far as just what exactly it was like for us then compared to now you know what i mean does that make sense oh yeah it it, so. it it's world's different and it's changed so much from like us starting like and like you you coined the term perfectly like the closet geek being that closet geek and uh you know just kind of being that person behind the scenes and then now it's like just so open and it's awesome man it, it's awesome um but yeah it's great i remember i don't I, i'm not sure if i was as hardcore into the games uh in that middle section like you talked about the middle school where you go into the um sports and stuff like that you know you get caught up in all that you make friends you are part of a team and stuff like that so there's like a camaraderie there that you like are some for a lot of people you kind of feel for the first time so you get sucked into that, not in a bad way, but you get sucked into the sports and your team and hanging out with those guys and stuff like that. So uh, for me in particular, and I, I would imagine for a lot of people, um, you kind of set aside the, you know, the comics and the the DVDs and the games and all that. And they kind of take like a backseat a little bit during those years. And then ultimately, like you come back to it, right? Um, Dude, I, I didn't even got into comic books. You mentioned comic books right now. And, you know, I, I just got into kind of comic books recently, this this year. And when I kind of got into that market, I thought it was going to be this big, just like overwhelming because there's a lot. But it's a lot easier than I thought it was. And again, this was I, I never been to comic books. But um, for whatever reason, I kind of just started. I, I like the art. I started appreciating artwork a lot more as far as what these artists do in the comics and stuff like that. And. You know, you look at older comics and stuff, and you, there's comic collectors. There's people who are in their 50s, 60s, and obviously, you know, comic collecting was a big, big thing in the early in in the 1960s, right? People were collecting comics already in the 1960s, 70s, and those people are still collecting comics, you know, 50 years later. And it kind of puts into perspective like, hey, that's going to be, you know, we're going to be old, old people, 50s, 60s, 70s, and still doing these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, hopefully, and I think one of the great things, and you kind of alluded to it earlier, is like this whole nerd, nerdism, geekdom, whether it's video games, anime, cards, comics, it really, one of the most amazing things about it is how it bridges like uh, the, what would you call it, like an age divide. You know, whether people are young, whether people are old, whether people are, you know, at the midpoint of their life, like you see somebody with like, like you mentioned a lanyard or you see somebody with a jacket. The other day I was, uh, I went to go eat 
um, with my nephew after one of his basketball games. And there was a girl in this pizza shop that had a, it was a uh, Kakashi jacket. And it, it had like, it, it was all Kakashi'd out. Like it was basically the jacket and the top and everything that he wears, the outfit that he wears. And I had to go over and tell her like, dude, your jacket is amazing. Like yeah. that is dope. And she was younger than I am. And she was like, oh my God, you know what this is? I'm like, yes, dude. Like, come on. Uh, the copy ninja? Like, come on, bro. Like, what do you think this is? Like, how old do you think I am? And like, we we're just joking and laughing and, it was just a very easy opportunity to like compliment somebody, uh, show a little bit of common, common uh, interest and stuff like that. We had a giggle, we had a little laugh, we talked back and forth a little bit, socialized, and then we were on our way, you yeah. know. But it was just a nice little thing that we just you know, were able to laugh about, and and it, it was fun. Um, and you know, you discussed earlier about like those old school like um judgments that geeks and gamers and uh nerds and whatever would get like uh they they all live in their mom's basement they all smell they don't know how to talk to girls <laughs> that's true like you know what i mean like yeah yeah but look at like, like i know south park's done summer editions there's a, there are a lot of memes that are stuff like that you know with the pimples and the glasses and the, yeah. the big the big hardcore hardcore stereotypes you know what i mean yeah there we go the stereotypes and we've just come such a long way. And you talked a lot about like the the streamers and content creators and stuff like that. And I remember uh, growing up, like I was into the games and stuff like that, but not as hardcore, like once I got into the sports, but still like behind the scenes. And I remember some of my friends that I was in sports with came over one time and one of them brought over like their PlayStation and they didn't even know I played games. And he loaded up like his PlayStation, hooked it up and said like, oh, I got this new game called Call of Duty. Do you want to try it? And he's like, yeah, like I've been practicing, like I'm getting better. And I remember he hooked it up and I smoked him. Like, Dude, have you played this before? I'm like, no, like not really. Like I play some games, but not this. But I mean, if you've played a shooter, like you've played a shooter, right? Yeah. So I remember he was in shock and like, he was like, Dude, I didn't even know you gamed and stuff like that. And like you you it's just one of those fun times like uh one of the experiences like i'll never forget and then from there on out like we bonded a little bit more over like us playing games and different stuff and then uh i remember i was like either a sophomore or maybe a junior in high school and i remember that's the first time that like everybody was getting into youtube and i remember there was a a uh, a certain channel i would follow and it was like a big channel but it had a lot of like like little subsections it was called machinima mm -hmm. and they had like machinima realm which was like a lot of the what would you call them like the like the world of warcraft type games starcraft um, type game mmos yeah the mmos that was Machinima Realms. And then they also had Machinima Respawn, which was like the shooters, the FPS genre more. So, And uh, they would put out a lot of content. And I remember that's the first place that I saw like content creators become like big deals. Uh, and they had their own YouTube channels, but then they also were like partners with this website and this like machine called Machinima. 
and they would put out videos, commentaries, like gameplay stuff. But I'll 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 remember I remember seeing some people like named C Nanners, Hutch. Um that's the that actually I think is the very first time on Machinima Respawn is the very first time I ever saw Dr. Disrespect. Hmm. Um and he's still going strong to this day, dude. It's crazy. Um you you would see people that would do gimmicks like I remember there was this one guy named Only Use Me Blade, that was his like gamer tag and all he would do was use a knife Call of Duty all the time, knife only all the time no no not one shot fired on his account nothing dude it it, it was it was intense it was crazy, mm-hmm. um, and he would do this thing which it was very like ahead of its time very like podcast esque, uh called Sunday Chill Commentaries and he would do gameplay. He would show gameplay videos on his YouTube, but he would talk about like real life stuff that he was going through or different little things or thoughts. And they were like these little 15 minute, 30 minute videos sometimes. Um, And I remember that's where like I started to get heavy into like, you know, the back into like the gaming and all that kind of stuff. And uh, more so the gaming than anything else. Anime didn't come till a little bit later. Uh, You know, I I watched the, the same things you're talking about the, uh, the stuff on Cartoon Network, the two, yeah, yeah. all that, you know, I remember for me, uh, I had two friends, my parents worked at my elementary school and I had two friends that their parents also, their mothers worked at our elementary school. So after school, we would all hustle over to uh, my friend BJ's mom's classroom and she had a TV in there and we would watch the standard like Dragon Ball Z and that whole like little block of stuff, Sailor Moon. And we would watch all those and then we would go play outside in the playground afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kind of fell fell off like the anime stuff until later when my sister, oddly enough, was the one that reintroduced it to me and got me like hooked on it. Like both of us, uh, which was Naruto, um, we, which we've talked about a couple times. But uh, I remember the video game was the thing that like sucked me back in when I was watching the the YouTubers and stuff like that. And like it's come so far now where like you hear kids growing up saying like well what do you want to be when you grow up and it used to be like oh a wrestler or like an nfl player an astronaut and now you hear a lot of people say like i want to be a youtuber i want to be a streamer i want to be a game designer dude basically designers basically people are saying i want to grow up to be a geek like yeah. a professional geek. I want to make games. I want to be an animator. I I, I want to do design, uh, computer designing. And I was, what do you want to do with that? Well, I want to see what it's like uh, making polygons for games. Like, dude, those are the type of that. That's the type of stuff I hear now. I didn't. We, we used to never hear that stuff growing up. And you know what I mean? It was always Ever. you know smart kids. It was you know, always doctors and lawyers and you know just you know you know astronauts and stuff like that now it's oh i want to be a graphic designer or, oh i want to be a an animator or, oh i want to i want to do coding and oh i want to do just like different things that, that just kind of goes into that realm which is intense people who love movies now oh i want to go into cinema um what is it cinema stage or something like that i, I remember so i had a student tell me that and i was like wow okay cool man that's that's awesome so yeah man for for real that, that's kind of the route we're going in now I, to me, like personally, I attribute a lot of that to like the rise of like content creators and streamers because like they've showed that there's like this path and this avenue um, for being a geek and being able to do it for a living. 
in some form or fashion, whether you have people watching you, whether you have a special area of expertise and you're just like amazing at a certain game, you know, people speed run, people are just all around personalities, people are just exceptional and top percentage like in a certain game other people do like more behind the scenes kind of stuff like with youtube uh you know from the film space like you know you have a, so much more like independent indie films nowadays you have uh, documentaries that are super interesting that you can see stuff like behind the camera um there there's just so much content out there in all like in all forms and fashions that you can you it it really does feel like you can really be grow up to be anything you want, and uh, I feel like that's enabled like this nerd movement to just like you know what like this is what I'm about this is what I like so that's what I'm gonna do. This is who I am, you know, like yeah. which wasn't always like it, it wasn't easy when we were little, especially like you said like in those mid years where it was like oh yeah like now the nerd thing isn't cool because you're not a kid. Yeah, that's for kids, you know, like. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I, I don't know, like, I, I would imagine that there was probably a little bit more, um, of that, uh, there was a little bit of difference between us two, be me being the older sibling and only having a little sister, which I had a lot of influence over versus you, that you actually were the third sibling and you actually had two older siblings. Um, at some point I would imagine you talked about like RJ kind of like fell out of that. I would imagine Michael too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're your two older brothers. And did you ever get flack? Like, did you get flack from them? Dude, like, all the time. On you? I, I would imagine <laughs> for sure. Like growing up with brothers, that's all like the a time. standard thing. Between, between, oh no, and all my brothers, even Daniel sometimes, you know, because they, even Daniel had kind of gotten away from it a while back, uh, you know, a while, you know. But the thing was, it's um, it was the type of games I played. You know, you know, people were always going to play the popular stuff. Or they had something just to kind of, you know, keep keep them busy or whatever. Whether it was the new Call of Duty, the Medal of Honor, if you're in the shooters, stuff like that. The Mario's, you know, people like that. But but I was playing Zelda. I was playing Mario. Um, I was playing Mega Man. I was playing Golden Sun. I was playing um, what on my Xbox. I was playing Jade Empire. Bioware. I was playing. Um, it was a Fallout at the time too. I was just. I, it's even anime games. Grim Grimoire. I can't come on PS2. A game called Oni Dynasty Warriors. Luigi's Mansion. I was playing just games that looked like they were either well more Nintendo, right? More geared towards little games. I was playing Toad Jam and on Xbox racing games. Like I was just playing everything and anything that you know my my mom would buy me. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't afford a game myself, so I played whatever what was given to me. And sometimes I would want a game and my brothers would be like, oh, you're playing that, that game. That game looks like ass, you know, you're still a little kid or, or grow up. And he's just over here like, oh, look, it, it's, it's a little, it's a little loser game or a little geek game. Ha, ha, they make fun of me and stuff like that, you know? And it was, it, it, even, even at one point, which is Pokemon, like I was, I was, re, I was playing, which one was I playing? Black and white and DS coming from college. And I think one of my, it's like, RJ or Michael, or oh, you still play that? You know, they kind of said, I was like, yeah, dude, like, what do you mean? I've always... I've always been into, into this stuff. And Daniel said, oh, you're still playing Zelda? I'm in high school. And Daniel says, oh, he used to watch. But Daniel always used to tease me about me playing Zelda. You know, I would get home from basketball practice junior, senior year, um, even sophomore. And I was playing Twilight Princess. I was playing Twilight Princess on, on my Wii. Um, was it? 
when I was what nine eighteen nineteen, I was playing uh, a Skyward. Uh, what is it? I'm sorry, Skyward Sword on my Wii. I was playing Wind Waker on my GameCube, and they they see that and they'd be like, "Oh, you playing?" I said, "Yeah, like, it's just, you know, just what I do is what I play." And then I didn't start buying. I I didn't get to start buying my own anime until I got to college. Um, I was saying I would get money loans, all these things, and we had a place called Hastings over when I went to school, and Hastings had it was just. The geek of all be all geek shops, dude. Like, if Hastings were if Hastings closed down, by the way, they permanently shut down. Had this place been open in the last five years, they would have made a killing. You can rent movies. They had a mu- music section, an anime section, a, mu- a, a game section, a book section. Um, they had they sold guitars. They sold figurines. They sold all kinds of just stuff, just all kinds of stuff. I used to buy my anime there. I think one of the first anime I ever bought was uh, on top of said Anime Legends. It was Eureka 7. That's what it was called. Um, I bought it and I went home, watched it, and then I found right stuff on, on the internet and I started buying on my, all my anime there. And, and again, because in school I had access to all these things, but I liked owning, the, I liked owning them at the time. I started, being, I started my collection that started off with Zelda games in college. I started. I got all the Zelda games that I did not have, which was not many because I had all of them in their boxes. Um, I, I bought them all. I took the boxes, and it started off as a little Zelda shrine, is what it started off with. And this Zelda shrine was no joke, the size of a desk. That's all it was. And now, and I show, I, I showed you my room. It's just geek, like honestly, everywhere. You know, my my room. I, I people tell me, hey, you're gonna get, you shouldn't insure, you shouldn't insure your collection, and all that stuff. So why? Because that's a lot of stuff. What's making happen? So I'm like, hey, don't jinx it, man. I do have a lot of stuff, and it's all you know, pretty expensive. But um, point is, is that I would buy my anime, go home, watch them. And people would walk in and be like, what the hell are you watching? And even Daniel was like, you, was you watching anime? I said, yeah. Like, I was like, what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? So always, my brothers always picked on me when it came to that geeky stuff and then, you know, figurines and comic books. But now it's real weird because, again, now Dan, Daniel will be the first one to say, oh, you're still, you're still a loser. You're still a little, um, a little loser, geek, whatever. But he'll look, he'll look into my room and he'll be like, but I'm not going to lie. This is, you got, it just, it looks badass he says it looks fucking cool <laughs> is what he says uh I, even michael uh, my brother michael had walked in was it two or three days ago so he has my room and michael first thing michael says is what and this is the way he says what the fuck <laughs> and he was stunned and, and i take pride in it dude before i used to get all, i used to get all like oh no and like stop picking on me and oh no leave me alone and i used to, I used to get very uh anxious about it very nervous now oh i i i pride dude when they when it was just the sheer like face that they make when they see my room they're just like what the hell do you have in here and i got my i got my anime my comic books my my old game collection my new game collection i have a bookshelf just full of art books and figurines i have amiibos i have anime figures i have just 300 pops in this room like it's just a it's a it's a geek shrine like this entire room and i'm still building to it um but yeah just like the sheer satisfaction of seeing my brother it's just kind of like what the hell yeah dude like it's 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 a trip but to answer your question yeah i used to get picked on by my brothers all the time i still do sometimes i still do <laughs> you see you see my pops michael who's the loser now <laughs> <laughs> i got 300 of these bad boys <laughs> i used to have, i do there was a time my prime pop days i used to have close to about seven or eight hundred to the point like i i would stack them up and stack them up and stack them up uh, just this was maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. Where I said, no, I gotta stop. I started collecting pops were around already in 2012, 13. I started collecting pops in 
2015, 2015 or 16. So I had a lot of expensive pops that would have been priced. I sold off more than half my collection um, because I used to have Marvel. I used to have all kinds. Marvel, uh, uh, the video game ones, TV shows, Mickey, Disney. Uh, you, you name it. I used to have, I used to have a lot. I sold off about three-fourths of my collection to only keep anime pops. So I only have anime pops now. And I still have a couple of my favorite, now my just favorite, um, like Marvels or, or like my favorite from a TV show and stuff like that. But even then, now with the anime stuff, now I'm thinking like, no, I'm going to do only my favorite anime characters because I actually had the entire My Hero set as of, what, six months ago? And I said, no, I, 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 sold, I sold off half that set. I only kept my favorite characters. I used to have the Attack on Titan, the full Attack on Titan set sold off. I sold the, I sold those for quite a bit of money. I didn't realize they were went out of print. Um, I had the Soul Eater set. Again, I sold those for a pretty penny. Like, I just, I, I sold those sets and I do regret selling the Soul, Eater, the Soul Eater set. I don't regret selling the Attack on Titan set. That one I don't because um, I like the small, I like to have a complete set, the small complete sets. But the the Tangan Titan started getting real big. My hero now I think over has has like seventy or eighty of those, and those that's real big too. Um, but yeah, I do have the black. I do have the complete Black Clover set as of right now because it's very little. I do have the complete Full Metal Alchemist set. Yeah, I can go on and on. But anyways, you get my point. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And I, I thought that was probably one of the big differences between us. Like you grew up with the brothers, and I grew up with just a little sister. So it makes sense that brothers do what brothers do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I think I think one of the things that I was into now that like you were talking about some of your stuff, it made me remember that one of the things that I actually stayed with, I mean, other than Pokemon, which I'm still to this day, like it's it's my thing. Um, yeah, was that I, I didn't fall off of until like the past couple of years was actually wrestling. Growing up, I was hardcore into wrestling since I was a kid. Uh, from the time I think I was maybe like in first or second grade, I liked wrestling probably till late in my 20s. I was I, I was into it. Like even if I would miss like certain uh, shows or whatever, like I would never miss like the pay-per-views. I would watch the WrestleManias and stuff like that. So that was one of the things. I don't know how where that falls like on the geek or nerd. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. Spectrum, no, it, but it, it, even I, to this day, it's kind of unfair because wrestling still gets that. Oh, you watch wrestling, you know it's fake, right? Oh, you know it's fake, right? And, you know, wrestling's still in that weird bubble, strangely, I think. Yeah, it's not exactly there. Like, it's a little bit in between, I would say. Like, some entertainment and, and geek and and nerd, like, fandom and stuff like that. But it, it's there. Like, it's in that realm-ish. And I remember, like, you would all, like you said, people always hit you with that. Oh, it's, you know it's fake, right? You know it's not real. And I remember I'd always be like, well, you know, all those bullshit shows you watch aren't real either. Right? <laughs> and they'd be like, nah, nah, nah. And I'd be like, no, yeah, it's true. And, I'd be, and then I would tell them, like, let me pick up this chair and hit you with it and tell me it's fake. Or let me drop you on, on, on your back. Like, you're, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to do it to you, but tell me that it doesn't feel real. <laughs> That's funny. I remember one time somebody even, somebody, I remember, I think I was like in third or fourth grade. And I remember some somebody was messing with me, telling me that like, oh, I like wrestling, I like wrestling or whatever. It's fake, it's dumb. Like, and that was like one thing I was like open about when I was younger. And I remember like he he ticked me off. Like I I don't get mad like easy, but I remember he like wouldn't stop and wouldn't stop. And then finally I kicked him in the gut 
and I gave him a pedigree in front of the cafeteria. (laughs) (laughs) I gave him a pedigree in front of the cafeteria, and his nose started bleeding, and he was crying, and I got sent to the office, and he got sent to the nurse, and I was like, worth it. And I was just thinking, it's fake now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking in my head. Like, tell me it's fake again. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Just crazy. Uh, but we we've come such a long way, dude. Like, um, I really don't know what else to say. Uh, no. we could we could uh, transition now, I guess, a little bit into what it's like going into adulthood. I guess we kind of have already hit that a little bit, but um, oh, a little bit more. I I can I can start off. Um, what, what it's like being a geek going into adulthood where, where we are now, right? Yeah. Like, you know, as a kid, it's like, oh yeah, it's a, you're a kid or whatever. You go into becoming like a young adult and it's kind of a little bit more weird. Like, oh, you get those, uh, what did you call them? Stereotypes and stuff like that. But then like into adulthood where like, you kind of realize like, you know what? Like I'm going to do what makes me happy. Yeah. And, and, and that's that you hit the nail on the head right there. The thing is now is that, Yeah. You, we're still a little weird, not because we like the stuff now, but because we're old people who like it. Now, yeah. now it's that it's that weird thing. Now it's like, oh yeah, you're you're thirty two and, and and you you're you're still liking you're things. Toys. You're buying toys. Yeah, you're buying toys. <laughs> you're buying animated. Hey, the thing is, and that's another difference. Hey, I can buy these things, and nobody can tell me a damn thing. <laughs> like I'm when I was in college, I was buying real selective here and there. No, do now if I want it and I like it, I'm buying it. Like it, it's that that's the thing about being a geek in adulthood. You can buy whatever the hell you want. You can spend as much money as you want, responsibly, of course. And it's yours. It's yours. You know, I, I work. I work. I make money. And I I buy things that are going to bring me, you know, enjoyment. I love collecting. I love playing games. I love watching anime. And I'm going to spend my money on those things that bring me happiness in life. Because obviously, then it becomes me just working for what? Working just to make ends meet? Working to survive? No, I want to enjoy the things that I like to enjoy. You know what I mean? People work because they got bills to pay, house, and I get it. I, 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 I pay off those all those things too. And you know, people save your money, save your money. And yes, I have those savings too. But hey, if I want something, if I want an expensive card, I'm gonna buy it. If I want a Funko or a comic book or an anime i'm i'm going to buy it and enjoy my stories or enjoy my collections it's just it's something i'd like to do and that's and that's one of the little positives about going being a geek going into adulthood adulthood um the other thing is that like if you go to comic cons or like some you know com- strange enough cons is another thing they, those have appeared and popped up like crazy i went to my first yeah. ever con i guess my first ever con when i was what maybe 22 or 23 and it's funny because cornelio um made like he i remember him going he, he went with me one time and it was me daniel uh cornelio and a few others right and cornelio was like oh well, so why are you going to these things and i don't know when i'll never forget dude because i felt one i felt like damn okay like you didn't have to come right like you know, i felt bad because he tagged along i didn't want him to tag along right if he didn't want to be there but he tagged along he wanted to spend time and i said okay cool right but i felt i felt kind of bad because you can tell he didn't want to be there and stuff and he was just kind of like dude look at all these people and it was at the henry i think it was called the henry b convention it was in san antonio um but the, the none of the valley had popped up none anywhere else there was maybe one in dallas san antonio because i remember after the san antonio one started kind of looking to see where the majors ones were each state had about one major one you know one or two major ones and i'm talking major in the big cities and we're in san antonio doing all these things and he and even Cornelio was making fun of me you know and then i think 
now it's like oh you know like he talks about it he's into it now he's all about it and i'm just like man you made fun of me like you know in the early 20s because he went to this con you know what i mean like but you know even even being able to go to these things into adulthood and, and to see all these other people because remember these vendors they're geeks too the people who sell stuff uh the the autographs like these cons yeah the, you know there's things for children but the cool thing is is that you're, there's a lot of adults and you don't feel weird whatsoever like you're right at home with these older people who are into the same things you do the cosplayers which are awesome i have a bunch of pictures you know of these people who go all out and it's and it's great like it's awesome to see and it's cool because uh the the the, the as years goes by now where we live comic cons popped up now now there's two around two or three year round here in McAllen, or there's another one afar another one at the island another one just now they're all over the valley and people are you know conventions are really into it you know and these voice actors are just reaping the rewards and good for them because you know they do make most of their money off these things and um and it's crazy because you people like the convention center is a big here in McAllen. there's a big it's a huge like um it's a huge just plaza. It's almost like a little small, well, like ecosystem there around where the convention center's at. Well, the convention center ha- is it's surrounded by a shopping district, right? There's a shopping district around there, some restaurants, stuff like that. So when people go to cons and park around there, you know, these people and the cosplay people will walk around or whatever, and you, you should see all the looks, you know, they get. And they're not bad looks. People are like, oh, look at that and look at that. And they'll be walking at Barnes & Nobles and people are taking pictures like, oh, that's badass. Like, like there's a lot of positivity going around now in, the, in this landscape. And again, again, these are adults who are going to enjoy you know what they do and you, and you see the adults with their kids and their kids are about it and it's not weird for those kids anymore man like hey your your mom and dad are doing these things you know what i mean our moms and dads weren't doing these things growing up at least the major some of some of them were but at least the majority were not you know what i mean it it, it wasn't as okay as for for people to kind of do these things um but yeah, man, being being a being a geek into adult, it has a lot of pros. Just, and I haven't really gone a con or like you know, I haven't really seen any negatives. Well, well, well there are a lot more cons, just not that kind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the good kind, right? I mean, yeah. and, and there, there's still some. And again, just like everything, there is kind of like a toxic, you know, a toxic a toxicity in in this realm also. Uh, especially being a collector and nerd uh, just you know you say even in anime now it's very it's very funny because growing up it's like oh you saw an anime you liked it you liked it or you didn't now it's people have an opinion and now it's the internet has an opinion and the internet cares about anime all of a sudden you know oh it's a bad or it's it's you know you you like that trash anime oh demon slay it's cool to hate on cool things you know what i mean or or and now and, and that's the way it was before you know gate, and even even gatekeepers right now yeah. i still remember where when anime first kind of dropped and became cool the people the ogs were super like oh yeah well i've been this and i've been that and 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 it's just like yeah you know by all means you have every right to be happy about it you know but be accepting about it and now it's a everybody's accepting now when people hate on certain thing now the norm is hey man people you know don't you know don't um don't bash on somebody because they they enjoy it like what is that you know like you're the loser for for thinking you're cool or um for like if you don't like it that's cool you know that's your business right or remember back in the day when we first started watching um this was a few years ago remember where dubs and subs or subs sub watchers had this superiority like nobody's business dude and you're like what the hell and hey i'd always watch my i've been watching anime since middle school and i've seen a lot and i've always um if i if it was accessible in sub i'd watch the sub if it was a dub i always watch if it was in english i'll probably watch it in english 
I, I like watching, like I just, you know, but that's me. And then it's like, all these people get sub and you're not watching it sub, you're not a true fan. And on all these people just started bashing on you because you watched an anime that was not in sub, you know what I mean? And they were assholes, dude. Like these guys were just straight up, just wow. And they said, you know what? I was like, and, and after a while, you know, people, and it, it, it kind of trickles down to students and stuff like that. And, you know, and I'm a manga reader, <laughs> right? So the only thing better than what I do is if you can actually read Japanese and read manga from, you know, somewhere else. So, you know, people watch those and it was real funny, kind of thinking back. I had a student who says, oh, sir, uh, you watch them? I said, yeah, you know, thinking, yeah, you know, cool. But this guy, like, like pompous, oh, I don't know why, I don't know what got into him. And he says, "Oh, you, you, you watch sub or dub?" I say, "I prefer dub, but I watch I watch both." He goes, "Uh, sir." He goes, "Um, then you're not a real anime fan if you only watch dub." I said, "Excuse me." I went like that. I was offended, dude. I said, "I was like, how many have you seen?" I always threw at him. He goes, "Oh, I've seen about a hundred. I said, "Well, I've seen three. And he says, "You're lying." I said, "No." I was like, "Which hundred have you seen?" And he said, "We kind of had this conversation." And he's just, "Well," he goes, "It's just always good to watch things in the in the native language." And I don't know. And like, fine, I get it, but it's preference. And I said, "You know what?" I said, you read manga? He goes, oh, no, I don't read manga. I like watching it. I was like, well, I do. I was like, you keep it up. I'll ruin everything that you just said. For, you know, I'll, ruin it. I'll ruin it all for you. He says, no, sir, you wouldn't. I said, I would. He, 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 had a taste. he had a taste of humble pie that day. And he was a freshman. And I had this guy for four years uh, because we had an after-school club. Uh, club fandom is what we called ourselves. Me and, me and my uh, real good friend of mine. Uh, we ran this club together. Well, this guy, he, he, he stayed after school for us. This was freshman year. This was, this was five years ago. When By the time he was a junior and a senior, you should have seen the, the 180 that this kid did, man. Real positive, real inclusive. It's okay, this. And, you know, I, get, I sliced him up a piece of humble pie, man. <laughs> and and he, became, he, became, he became the what you want to see from an anime fan. He, he is no longer pompous. Hey, it's enjoy. You're going to enjoy it. Well, I think this. And you're going to want to see this. And, hey, man, you know, it's cool to do this. Hey, let's watch this together. You know, like, like real cool like then i said hey that's awesome right but knowing that i had that type of you know <laughs> why well, he did piss me off <laughs> i said what you say but yeah no it, it's a trip and it's funny but nonetheless um what was it like for you growing up I, again i always went off on this spiel right but what, what, what's what's it like i'm sorry not growing up what's it like for you as an adult no i mean uh i i feel a lot of the same like you know uh you you as you transition into an adult you learn so much more about who you are and what you like and what makes you happy. And you learn that in your life, it's your, your, the meaning of your life is really just the pursuit of happiness. Like, and what it is that fulfills you and, uh, helps you enjoy stuff, you know, whether of course for, for most people, it's, you know, the family, and stuff like that you have your responsibilities and stuff like that uh monetarily and you know uh taking care of things that you need to take care of but at the end of the day you want to have some fulfillment and whether that's sports whether that's anime whether that's um whatever like you just go for that and i think uh i i started to catch on to that pretty early like in my 20s like you know what to hell with this like if this is what I like, this is what I like, like, and people can laugh at it, make fun of it, whatever. But like to those people, like that doesn't matter to me. If, if that's, if that is 
going if, if if things like that is what's going to affect my relationship with a person and if that is going to be something that's going to define a relationship in that way like you know i'll, I'll find another friend yeah and I'll, I'll find somebody else to talk to about this and you know sometimes i've lost friends because of it and because and with other people like us in particular and our group really like we've gotten closer because of it some people that got onto it a little bit later, got into certain things a little bit later, or, you know, kind of got into it with us at the same time. Um, it, it's been amazing. And like I said, it, 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 uh, like I talked about earlier, it really bridges like that age divide, like between people like you with your students, me with random people that I have to go up to and talk to about their jackets, um, <laughs> and all kinds of different things. I actually, to this day, have never been to a con, uh, and I, I want to, like, bad. I just need to uh, figure out when the next one coming around is, and I, I'll, I, I really want to go. Maybe we can go together. April. Well, here, here around here, you want to go one elsewhere. There's Anime Fiesta, and there's, um, around here, there's Anime Fiesta, and then there's South Texas Comic Con in October. And the thing with October is that this one in San Antonio is also in October. So you just want, kind of want to see more or less what the, uh, who goes where. And then kind of pick and choose which one you want to do. But yeah, dude, they're fun. And just FYI, obviously go with some money because... Oh, uh, yeah. And... Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, 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 I actually ahead. watched a Twitch, a Twitch stream earlier today of... Uh, the, the streamer went to like a little Comic-Con. I, I don't know if it was in Austin or where it was, but there was something going on. Like it was like a, a more anime-centric stuff. Uh-huh. And oh my goodness like all the merch it was like the last day so you know like those last days of cons i've been to like other events more sporting stuff because of uh like the my parent my dad was always into like the coaching stuff and i know you actually got to experience coaching school with us one year so in those kinds of things like they take a lot of merch and stuff like that and the last day i would imagine it's similar to what like i saw like in the stream today the last day a lot of the people a lot of the vendors are like I don't want to go home with all this stuff. So I'm going to put everything on sale. Yeah. So like they were having like a fire sale and everything was like 30% off, 50% off. So stuff was flying off the shelves, but like some of the art, some of the, uh, the special mouse pads, you know, the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, um, what would you call them? Like figurines, uh, all kinds of stuff, man. It was, it was crazy. A lot of the cosplayers, uh, I would just love to experience all that. You, uh, you, you would, you would like it a lot, man. My first, honestly, nothing has beaten the ones that I've gone. The okay, well, again, I've the biggest one I've gone to is the one in San Antonio. I would like to go to a bigger one just to kind of see. And we had a conversation, uh, maybe about actually attending one, but obviously, you know, it's it's it'd be something. But I'm not confused. Them. South Texas Comic Con is an April anime. Fiesta is in October, so there is a South Texas Comic Con coming out here in April. Um, but it'd be nice to go to a big one. And again, just the vendors and just kind of seeing what everybody has. To me, that's my favorite part. It's just going to each each vendor and, and just because there's, there's, there's at least 100, me at least, going to each vendor and just seeing what they have and kind of sorting through everything, going through everything because it's a, it's a little, collector's, little collector's paradise. The only thing is, is that obviously it's a little more expensive than, what you, than anything online, but that's why you kind of find the stuff that's either made, that people actually make because people are, are talented, man talented um the things that people make or uh look at like the things that are hard to find like if you can like if you're having a hard time finding it online and you find it there usually it's going to be legit and you can always talk to the person just face to face and stuff like that so um it's 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 great man uh, you would really enjoy them 
Yeah, there's a there's a couple things that I like recently. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready to go and experience these things. One of them is the Comic Con. Another one, which this one is gonna be a really tough one because of where usually they take place. But I'll probably hold out until one is in the states. Uh, a Pokemon World Champion World uh, Championship oh, yeah. uh, thing. I would love to go to one of those. Um, an Overwatch, some kind of Overwatch League match. I would love to go. Whenever they have like a home thing, uh, like a home stand, whenever they have it, like in, they usually have one like at the beginning of the season, like in Houston or Dallas. So that would be an easy one. Um, an E3 would be kind of interesting too. Uh, oh, yeah, being, like all nice. the stuff that, that, that we're into. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm down. Sure, man. Soon, man. Maybe soon. Yeah, you said April? April, yeah, the end of April. First one, is the first one here locally? Yeah, the, the South Texas Comic Con is here in here in McKellen. What are like the biggest ones, like in the like in the in our in our state, or, or not just in our state, but our state, and then in the well, in the San Diego Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, uh, New York, New York Comic Con. Yeah, uh, True. and was it, was it called Emeralds? Emerald something. So New York, South Texas Comic, and New York are probably the big, the top two. Those are probably the big, big ones. Um, again, this is off the top of my head. If I'm wrong, then I, I haven't looked online appropriately. But those yeah, are the top two. That makes um, sense. That makes sense because that's usually those are the, usually the two where we have like the big announcements for like yeah. everything. So, what about in our state? What would you think? Uh, Dallas, Dallas is one. Uh, I think San Antonio is finally getting there, finally becoming one of the big ones. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Dallas ha- does have the biggest one in the state. Um, I don't know if Houston actually Houston does have one, but for some reason I re- I remember Dallas being the one everybody talked about, but I may be wrong. But Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, obviously the three major cities that we have. I don't think Austin has one. They might, but it's not as big as the other two, three. Okay. Yeah. So uh, going back to the uh, to the uh, you know the the topic at hand, growing up or you know transitioning into adulthood, being a nerd. I don't know. I feel like uh, I, I don't feel I don't feel like it's been that hard now with like the changing of the times. Like now you see uh, a lot of uh, people in sports, a lot of athletes and stuff like coming out saying like, yeah, I love Nardo or I'm into all this. Oh, yeah. Stuff. So it's a lot more mainstream is one of the big things. You also see like a lot of. Uh, you know, cosplayers, uh, I people on Instagram and stuff like that. Beautiful, beautiful women uh, and uh, good-looking guys, too, talk about that, too. So, like, that stigma is gone, too. Like, that people can be attractive and, like, this kind of stuff. Uh, you know, we have YouTubers, streamers, uh, all kinds of people from all walks of life, like, just into the anime, the geekdom, and some people like universal some people just specialized uh and then the most important thing i did to me is that like my in my social circle i've built like a good circle of people that are happy are that are just simply happy that i'm happy mm-hmm. and that are accepting of the things that make me happy too so you know family friends it, it's it's nice it's nice where I'm at, and it's nice, like where we're at, like in terms of uh, the the geekdom, the nerdism, all that, like in the world now, it's so much more. I I I still wouldn't say like it's 
mainstream exactly, but it's like just about there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's awesome, dude. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Just being able to go out in public and be like, dude, like those are nice Nardo shoes. <laughs> oh man, like that's what I'm saying. Um, today, it happened today, I went to HEB and I don't know if she was looking at me or somebody behind me. I'm pretty sure it's me, but I, I got real awkward. She goes, I love your shirt. And I, I've like, my wardrobe is, you know. All physical. my shirt. Tell me it wasn't all my shirt. It, it was my all my shirt. Yes, it was. And it, it's on the bus. It's plus ultra. And it was, I, I cut off some of my anime shirts. And uh, it's all my here in the front. She goes, oh, I love your shirt. And I said, thank you. I didn't say thank you. I freaked out. I wanted to say thank you, but I kept walking. I was like, she's talking to me? And I looked down. I was like, there's no way. There's no way she was looking at my all my shirt. <laughs> Dude, something about those All Might shirts, man. All the time, people always notice you in your All Might shirts, dude. And it was a different, it wasn't the same All Might shirt. It was a different one. But because All, All Might's my favorite, my hero character. And like, I I have a, I have a one, two, three, I have about four All Might shirts and stuff like that. And I've gotten a compliment of on every single one. <laughs> there was even one time I was wearing my Attack on Titan cutoff. Um, this was a few years ago. Um, I was in Tennessee and uh, a guy says, hey, man. And he, he goes, that's awesome. And he does the the Italian Italian salute. The what is it? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he did it there at the mall. And I was like, and I was like, I started laughing. I was like, hey, appreciate it, man. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that was funny. It was a younger dude, so I started got a trip out of it. Dang, that's awesome. So you <laughs> wanted to say thank you, but you just said yeah, I yeah. So it was real weird. And I was just like, and I was like, huh. It was awkward, but nonetheless, I guess they were talking about my shirt. Yeah. Uh, any anything else about like bringing this into adulthood anything any other memories or things you can think about uh off the top of my head no i, I was just kind of going on a spiel going on a tangent i know we, we like we always say we like to we like to talk and we could talk but if i'm thinking about just a memory and stuff like that i mean uh not really i'm trying to think it was. I, I just start my collection when I was in college. Obviously, I started off as a Zelda collection and just started growing and growing and growing and until, um, just pops and pops came around and. Uh, but I've always, my video game collection has, has was probably my my first first one because I carried my video games from now little to college, um, in their boxes and stuff like that. But even then, I some had gone ruined, so I had to rebuy the boxes and stuff. So. Um, yeah, man. Uh, not really. I had a, I remember opening up my first eBay account. My eBay account. I was fifteen when I opened up. Uh, two thousand and that'd be two thousand and five when I finally got my eBay account. And I remember kind of freaking out because my dad had used it, but I used it under my mom's name at first. But I put all my information, fifteen year old, because you have to be like sixteen or eighteen to like credit 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 card information and stuff like that. And my mom's credit card was on there, but I, I never used it without permission, but I did have my mom's credit card on, on file for eBay because I bought Ogre Battle um, in its box. I bought Paper Mario in its box. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, what is it? And then I, my, uh, PayPal, that was another one. PayPal, it was very, very strict. I opened up a PayPal the same time when I was 15 years old. And that, I had to use my, mom, my mom's info. So the entire PayPal account was basically my mom's i used that paypal account no joke up until what about a year ago year and a half ago because i don't know what happened where that paypal account and i don't know if they finally caught wind but i know paypal is very very strict when it comes to your stuff everything has to match if it doesn't match they will close your account for you because th things don't add up well i 
this was maybe about 10 years ago when I was in college, I changed all the PayPal information to, to mine. It was all mine. What I could not change was the primary account holder or like whatever it was. Well, two years ago, um, I started getting notifications that my PayPal account was being deactivated and I freaked because I, I've had it for years and all this stuff. And so I was forced to create a new PayPal account with, you know, um, my new one. And I remember contacting PayPal and they're just like, sir, we have no record. And what do you mean you have no record, man? This is shady as hell. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it's a funny little story, but no, that's about it, man. That's all I got. Just, you know, things I did when I was little to try to make ends meet and start being a collector. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's really something. And it's, it was just a, a crazy thought that happened between us yesterday. And it was like, yeah, this is going to be what we're going to talk about. Because uh, leave it to us to, like, talk for an hour about a question and a half, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, just reflecting on that it really has changed. And, like, you look around, it made me think about it a lot. Uh, what, what prompted, like, this whole thing was... You know, Marcus was here and we're doing all this stuff and he was looking at some of my stuff because I rearranged and I'm not the collector that you are, but like I, I try to keep all my little shelves clean and I take everything apart and I clean them and like, I love my shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know, just, uh, I'm glad where we're at. I'm glad, oh, no. that we're, I'm glad, I'm really glad where we're at and I'm glad that, you know, uh, we're able to be happy with the things that we like and that. You know, other people uh, are able to go down that path, too. And, you know, uh, going back to, like, thinking about us growing up and being, having, maybe not having to be, but having that feeling of, like, I like this stuff, but, like, I don't want anybody to know yeah. that I like this stuff. I'm I'm so glad that for, like, kids nowadays, I, I at least I hope this is how it is, that it's easier for them. Of course, I feel like where we grow up and stuff like that, there's probably still going to be some people that are like, oh, you like this, you like that. Because our our culture is still a little bit uh, conservative and reserved here in the Valley and stuff like that. We're not as progressive here in Texas and in the Valley, but... Yeah, the, the, the Valley's a little, a little behind the times, a few years behind the times that you would see upstate. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I just feel like overall, like the, the atmosphere of it all is just way better uh, going back and looking like imagining, imagining us growing up now, like, holy crap, like it would be crazy. Yeah. I see uh, like my nephew like is into stuff, uh, which I mean, it's normal, I guess, for kids, but he's into like the anime stuff. He likes Naruto. He likes Pokemon. And it just makes me excited. And then like uh, going around and seeing other like little kids or other adults or you know, people in their teens and stuff like that, rocking, like, these shoes, these outfits, uh, playing games, you know, busting out their switches, like, in the middle. The other day, yeah. I was at, I, uh, it wasn't the other day, it was, like, a, maybe a month or two ago, I was at a doctor's appointment, and some, some dude, like, he had to have been in his 20s, like, just busts out his switch and starts playing, I don't remember what it was, but uh, he started playing something, I'm like, dang, man, like, I wish... I wish I would have, like, I could have had that confidence, like, back in the day. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Doc, even at doc, just David, doctor's visit and stuff. I think the last doctor visit, not not last one, but uh, I got my tonsils out in, what, 2018, summer of 2018, 2017? Someone knows. Uh, I believe I got my tonsils out summer of 2018. Um, I had to do, like, I had to go to the ENTs and stuff like that or whatever, and I had to, I had to send, like, I had to wait for doctor's visits and stuff. 
Well, both times I knew it was going to take a long time because my appointment was at 5.30, prime time, baby. So um, I got there a little early. I busted on my Switch, and I was playing Xenoblade at the time. Um, and yeah, I was 27 years old. I busted out my Switch in the middle of, of the waiting room, and I started playing Xenoblade right there, waiting for everybody to finish. And what, what, what gets even weirder is that a, a little kid kind of, he, he saw that I was playing my Switch, and you know, little kids love kind of seeing, right? He walks up to me, and he kind of starts looking. Yeah, dude, he, and, and he starts looking at what I'm playing, and he, and like, he really wants to see what I'm playing, so he puts his entire head over my Switch, and I'm kind of looking at for like for his mom or whomever, like. But everybody's kind of looking down at their phone. I'm like, "Hey, man, whose child is this, man? <laughs> like, this looks real weird right now." <laughs> so, I, well, here's my next question: Had he asked you, "Can I play?" Would you have let him? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> So no, we're, not like, that, we're not that inclusive yet. <laughs> you know, no, 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 that's more me. The, that's more me just because, um, uh, what you call it? Again, as a collector, as, as you know, like, as stuff like that. And I tell myself, like, I'm going to have, like, I'm, I'm getting a house soon and stuff like that. I'm going to have, like, a coded lock on that door. Nobody's going to get into my room, into that room where I have the collections. Because the last thing I need is for somebody to get in here and, and just to either tear apart, not take care of my stuff, like... Like it's it's that it's that it's that crazy for me. Like it's that compulsive for me in that in that regard. And but granted, if a kid wants to play, like my nephew comes, he wants to play on my computer and he wants to play on my Xbox. Bye, go ahead, right? It's my nephew, whatever. He did drop my laptop one time, and and my uh, his his father, my brother, was here at the time, and I got up and I and, and I gave him like this like this you know like voice, this booming voice, my mad teacher voice or whatever and he said i'm so sorry i was like don't be sorry next time be careful no no i started crying and oh. rj and rj and rj was just like you can't you can't be running baby ruben that's why you're not supposed to be running you might break something and like and i was just like you know again it's nothing like that right but i mean th this was a little kid right I, I was about to give him my switch right his expensive switch so this random kid complains i don't know if he's gonna break it or not but uh I do take precautions, especially with my things. I, I'm, and I'm real weird. Like, I have to have it in a certain place. It's just dust, and I take care of it. Like, there ain't no Cheeto, there ain't no Cheeto fingers coming out to these babies. Nah, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the same way about, about certain my stuff. I get real, like, OCD also. And I was going to ask you, like, what other experiences have you had? I remember one for me was, like, my Pokemon. I, I play a lot of Pokemon Go still. So, um... I actually went out and played for like two hours yesterday and, and collected like a bunch of shinies for this like community day, right? Oh. But for a long time, one of the running things that they have with Pokemon Go is they put out all these different kinds of Pikachus with different kind of hats. So you have like a Pikachu with Ash's hat, some with like New Year's hats, Christmas hats, like different little things. Well, my nephew Evander one day was had my phone and i let him like mess around and catch pokemon for me well he went in there and he evolved one of my pikachus to a raichu and i was like beside myself for a while <laughs> uh, because i have my collection of pikachus you know pikachu is the mascot he's the guy yeah. like other than, other than charizard like he's like the mascot right but so i had like this collection and i was like oh my god now i'm missing one of the pikachus because it's a raichu now and it still has the hat and everything, but it's not a Pikachu. I wanted a <laughs> So, like, you know, just little things like that where, it, like, you know, it's your favorite things or, like, your couple things that, like, are sacred to you. Uh, it, it's just, it, it's different. Uh, well, I mean, you've, even you've, when you've, it comes you've, to family and kids and stuff like that, you're like, no, this is mine. 
Oh, oh yeah, dude. Even more, dude. Like my when my brothers, they just take care of it, man. Just they don't don't drop it or they don't mess it up. But you you know how you, you know how you fix your problem? You just evolve all your Pikachu's into Raichu's. True, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's why I just ended up giving my my nephew my old Switch, and I ended up getting him his own like Pokemon Go account so he could mess with his own stuff and not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know when it comes to nephews, our nephews and nieces, you know, kind of the, the like you, I think I mentioned a while back, right? Where you can you can have all this fun, but at the end of the day, when they're tired, you get them back to their parents. Ah, right, here you go. Yeah, here you go. He's crying. <laughs> No, but uh, this is this has been a pretty fun talk. Uh, we, you know, we both went out on little tangents there for a while, and uh, hopefully everything just continues to improve. Uh, everything can uh, like the whole uh, atmosphere and what, what would I? How would you say it? Like the the community just continues to grow, thrive, yeah, positively. More, yeah, sure. positively for sure. Um, anything else you want to add before we kind of close it out? No, that is all. Um, that's all I have to say. Again, I just, obviously, I think we're in the, and I've said it multiple times, we're in like the golden age of just gaming, anime, being a geek in general. So comic books, cards, especially cards, man, just everything. Everything has hit a boom. So it's a great time to be a collector, to be a watcher, to be a player. Just get into something because it's, we're in a good spot. It's, it's, you know, great to finally have everything just to come full circle and see what it, the best it has to offer uh but that's it for me i don't do you have anything else no that's it for me i would just say uh who's the loser now daniel <laughs> not me not me but uh if, if nothing else then again guys thank you for joining us thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed our discussion again when it comes to nostalgia we can talk and talk and talk and especially what it was like growing up um being a geek and what it's like as an adult being a geek so they're still going to be, we're going to be geeks for life. We're going to be 50, 67 years old, hopefully, and just enjoying the things we'd like, we'd like to do. But other than that, we did have our weekly recap. We just recorded that a while back, so I'm sure Rico will have that up uh, going soon. We will have this one, what, posted tomorrow, right? Just so yeah, if you're listening tomorrow. to it now, it's, it's already Monday, if that's the case you're listening. Uh, we will have this tomorrow. And if you have not listened to our last week's discussion it was on disney disney songs so if you're a fan of disney songs i would like to know our top five between myself rico and special guest nana banan aka rico's little sister aka selena you can go ahead and give a uh, listen to that one but otherwise thank you for joining us we will be seeing you guys next week later